Hi, and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang, and you're listening to the TL Podcast, where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. We are live. And, uh, how are you guys going all right amazing mate wonderful i didn't start the video uh, oh. <laughs> well, how's it going so it's good to know that 400 shows in we're still an idiot no yeah. technology i'm starting to realize it we don't, don't let it get your mindset cam it's all good we're all right all right what have you been doing how okay, let's, let's let's start with about why. Ladies first. I purely chose this one today. Oh, I said ladies first. Chris, you start. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an old joke. Seriously. Yeah. So, guys, I purely chose this one on the bottle. You know, I'm a crazy plant lady, so I seen the flowers. It's organic. It's a new wine from New Zealand. It's a Savion Blanc. As our, as <laughs> our... stop it. It's um. Yeah, Sauv Blanc. I don't mind it. Given that we'll be in New Zealand in about three and a half weeks for our next conference, I figured I'll go for New Zealand, seeing so where our mission was. Very good. Very good. So, who's next? Uh, Everything was good except the wine. (laughs) So I have uh, a wine called the Luminati. Uh, This is actually from the region of Italy where my father's from, uh, which is east of um, Rome. Uh, it's made from a grape called uh, Monte Plucano, and uh, it's a 90% of that grape and 10% Sangiovese, um, and it's quite a strong, nice, heavy wine. It oh, goes yeah. well with things like pasta and beef and, or the, you know, strong cheeses and stuff like that. So, And nice. I was wondering why the bottle felt a bit different. There's actually 750 mils rather than the 700 mil bottles we're getting. So, oh. so either that or the glass, one of the two. <laughs> good okay it's got to be good to have a cork uh i went to the uh greatest country in the world apparently which is the us of a got a californian chardonnay from 2019 it's not really shardy weather but you guys didn't put any effort in last time so i thought you know what i'm going to join the oh well but that uh, unfortunately today's competition day so we'll um Oh, yeah, now it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said the talking head. I, said, I, I was promised the talking head. That's what the future of AI looks like. It's just going to be your head. I was very clear. I <laughs> said last time we, we came back. <laughs> okay, um, I got uh, I got a, uh, a bubbly from, from uh, Clover Hill, a 2017 vintage. Now. So Where's Clover Hill from? Say it's uh, above above not uh, Launceston, so it's in um, in uh, Tasmania. Long. I think the the reason I got that I know that we were going for something international, but uh, <laughs> it actually has been reputed now internationally, and it's using the champagne method, even though he can't call himself champagne because it's using okay. three grapes, which is uh, Pinot Noir. Pinot Meunier and Chardonnay, where most of our bubbly is mainly either Pinot or Chardonnay. Mm. And, and so this is so international, it was served at the uh, wedding of uh, the uh, uh, Prince, Prince of Denmark. 
Oh yeah. And, and, and with Princess Mary and also Elizabeth the Queen, the, the late Queen Elizabeth II, actually got got a, a taste of this when she came here in Canberra. Wow. So we're gonna enjoy that. Absolutely. Oh, Can someone just tell me the definition of international, please? Yeah. Uh, uh, can someone tell me what, what country Tasmania belongs to? Just, uh, just it's overseas. Just quickly. It's over, over the seas. Technically, just, just overseas. Quickly. It's not over a sea, it's over a strait. What's the news? Seals disqualified, which just helps. Uh, no, 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 no. Neil's disqualified. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Salute to, to Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> wow. Actually, I wouldn't mind just two seconds. Um, I, I was letting the guys know. Uh, one of Bruce, my colleague, he's been with us for a long time. I'm talking over 20 years, nearly 25 years. It's his 66th birthday today. So I want to give a cheers to him, but um, sadly, he also found out his mum passed away today. So, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, it is. So, if you're watching Brucey, cheers to you for your birthday. Cheers, mate. Happy birthday, birthday mate. 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 Got a mum until they're 66. So, well done. Absolutely. Now, what's the what's in the news today that's worthwhile mentioning? That's <laughs> right. Well, Elizabeth Holmes has gone away finally. I'm no, sorry. Yeah, no. Thomas, is dressed, Thomas is doing an Elizabeth Holmes impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're saying. Before. Eva, He's probably been away for 11 year sentence. Wow. 11 years. Uh, yeah. We've had some passings of uh, some really famous people and then a really infamous person as well. So Tina passed <laughs> and um, Barry Humphreys passed. Yeah. I think loss of two really, really, really big icons in the world. Mm. Um, and a passing of a absolute decrepit person, Rolf Harris, died mm. in secret and uh, was buried in secret. They didn't mm. announce his death till about thirty days or twenty days after the, uh, the event. No one knows where he's buried. Um, so, pretty eventful month in that side of things. Mm. Um, I don't know what else. Well, 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 I think that the passing of um, uh, Claire Nowland is probably uh, someone I'd rather talk about. An elderly lady who weighs 45 kilos and uh, get tasered. Uh, uh, she could hardly move. I mean, I, I think it's that is a disgrace. Uh, the, the rest, you know, celebrities, they live their life. And yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, they're important. But I, I, I think that uh, to me, Claire Nolan is representative of how bad we actually do treat the elderly in Australia. We, we talk about doing a lot of things overseas, but when it comes to our own people, the elderly mm -hmm. at home, that was a disgrace. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the the crazy bit is that this officer here, that this uh, who, who's been in service for twelve years, got told by his offsider, "All right, don't worry, I can take the knife off her hand." And and he thought, "No, do you know what? I'm gonna be a hero. I'm gonna taser her anyway." I think that that guy is pretty mm -hmm. bad. That guy may be representative of how we treat people. We talked last time about that. That care factor, that respect uh, of people, we mm. need to do that a bit more. Absolutely, so Good sad. Point. What so about sad. you, man? It looks like you changed to maroon, uh, <laughs> Cam. He's still well, coming. Uh, before we go to the devastation of last night. I will just 
And maybe I've changed. I haven't really changed. I agree with how we treat the elderly in this country, but that dude has to live with this for the rest of his life as well. So and unless any of us were there and know the full circumstances of what happened, you just, you don't know. Well, so there's, there's, there's I'm a, there's a, a tread more carefully than you. There's, hey? there's a video of that. Hmm. I haven't seen the video. Oh, okay. Well, so, so that's why I can say that. There's videos. It, it's very, very uh, well published. The good thing is that the news have le uh, left the family alone so that they can bury her in, in total privacy. Mm. But I, I only I, said that to get out of my next wedding fine, mate. But I don't believe it. That's fine. I just said to protect All right. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, I am yeah. wearing maroon. Get it off your chest. I, Quickly. I am wearing maroon because once again, I'm glad we're talking about mindset today. Or well, one for Tina who's, oh, wrong arm behind me. What... Uh, so my two biggest worlds collided over the last week or a couple of weeks, rugby league and music. And Tina was the one who saved rugby league, but I wish she killed it because after last night, I'm over it. I don't care anymore. Um, I'm wearing maroon just to feel like it. I just wanted to feel what it might feel like to be a winner and be have a, a <laughs> proper culture and, and also wise colours, but... Um, just same old shit. So, so, how, do, so how, do, how, do, how does it feel changing colours, Kev? Um, okay. oh, I haven't been wearing them long enough, mate, but uh, yeah. I already feel like I won't blame anyone else for the loss other than myself, and I already feel like I've got a supportive uh, network around me, and I already, well, he's, did he go or did I go? Well, he's back. No. You lost a I already, uh, I already feel like... Uh, we're all pulling in the same direction rather than going in different directions. We just don't. I don't understand. You I don't understand. I think, hey? uh, I think that what happened last night is actually fantastic for the topic of today. Mm. Yeah, no, I do. I do. And that's why, yeah, it's it's brilliant for it. But for whatever, it's team of champions versus champion team and all that stuff. If you go through everything one by one and every player one by one, um, New South Wales had far the better team, but we just yeah. can't. We just, for the life of us, can't put it together at all. It's a mindset thing and it's an attitude thing and it's a culture thing and it's, you don't see, like I subscribe to a lot of newspapers, you do not see the media come after the Queensland team like the media come after the New South Wales team. You don't see the whinging, the bitching, the moaning, the blaming, the complaining the justifying it's just a completely different culture and year on year on year on year they overcome like to lose last night they're down a player they've lost both their wingers and people who don't play wouldn't understand the ramifications of what happened last night with the queensland team but for us to lose that game is just mm. a disgrace so on a technical standpoint everyone thought the great idea would be to pick the whole penrith team in a in a real and in, in the technical standpoint of that is the players play together all the time, so it'd be easier to play together. And when pressure moments come, the downside to that is you take it a bit more easy because it feels like another club game to you. Mm. Um, and and the, the the fight isn't quite there. They pick two blokes and build them up all week to start a fight. You can't even fight in rugby league anymore. And those two blokes, he couldn't. Oh, it was just a shit show. It's always mm. a shit show. But the culture. Yeah. Uh, we, we read a very good book once on um, the culture of the All Blacks. I'd love to read a book on the culture in Queensland. Yes. It, it, mm -hmm. it, uh, um, 
yeah, I don't know. It's undeniable. And anyway. I think Wayne, Wayne Bennett had a lot to do with it because he started as the first coach and you see what the Dolphins are doing now. And I know you guys aren't massive rugby league people, but as a case study in how businesses should run and how people should account for themselves, the, the Queensland, you got, you got two opposites. You got the guys who are fully sick and, and get all the press and you got the guys who just toil away and do their job, money ball style, and one keeps winning. One keeps winning! Well, it's funny you should bring up Wayne Bennett because I was thinking that it's a legacies that he's left behind when he once he's left Queensland as the coach, their coach for so many years. It's a real legacy he's left in the club, and obviously he's, you know, the lessons that he instilled there, you know, um, into the Queensland team. Even though players have come and gone, I think it's carried on. We come so, here, and Billy Slater, like as a, as a. Uh, Let's move on. As I said, we are not an NRL podcast. No, I, I, I warned at the beginning, but now I have to interrupt. I'm very, very sorry, guys. What is the topic of the day? Louise. Our topic is in a year that has required a mastery of mindset, but is mindset a matter of our attitude or, our, or of our skill level or skill set? So it's a big topic. It's an interesting topic. I found asking a lot of people it puts a lot of people you ask that direct question to somebody and you think you'd get a very straightforward answer but not so the case depending on the person depending on their mindset I suppose so yeah I'm excited to see where this one goes today so do, do could I challenge you to tell me whether it is more mindset or attitude well the answer that I got mostly was mindset it's absolutely mindset is it skill or attitude well, I think it's attitude. It's attitude, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm or the egg, mate. You need them both. Yep. Yeah. Took my word. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Then at least you join me on the fence, Ken. Join me on the fence, mate. No, no, no. I'm not, mate. I've got three pages <laughs> here that says I'm not on the fence, but mindset, <laughs> mindset. I've worked out where the chicken or the egg is. Mindset 100% starts with an attitude because you have to have the attitude of wanting to do better or wanting to do whatever it is you're trying to do. But that's, that's the start because without the skills to then execute on that attitude, you're going to go nowhere anyway. So I, I, think, I think the thing that becomes before both of those is, is awareness. Um, because everyone's got an attitude and everyone's got a, uh, a skill. Everyone's got it, whether you whether, whether you've whether you know you've got it or not. Everyone's got an attitude and certain level of skill. Whether it's a negative attitude or no skill, there's always some level there. Awareness I mean, is two, a, be, awareness is a skill, mate. You, you know, you've got to have the attitude first. To think, you've got to have I think the awareness is a skill because some people aware. can be made aware by outside influences. No, so but, like, but, but then the, the attitudes to ignore that. Awareness is the first step. You stole, you, I've stolen one off you, you've stolen one off me, but without the right attitude to start with, you won't be interested in being aware. No, and, no, but that's, and I think it can I, go I, I, one level deeper than that because our mindset is a matter of our belief system. So you have to have that first before you, become, you can become aware before you can no, then... I disagree start. because it, your mindset has to be if, if, to challenge your belief system. So your belief so, system is your belief system. But if we just run with 
the whole idea of, of being or to know that you've got the wrong belief system, you have to be aware of something. To be aware of it, you have to have the attitude to be looking for something greater or something different. So the attitude for change has to start, but you can't have you can't. The question is, how do you master is mastery of mindset more attitude or skill? You can't have one without the other. I don't think it's a you can't. I think, they, I think you're skill. right. They go hand in hand. They do go hand in hand. I guess we 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 uh let, let's go from the beginning. Why why do you guys think that mindset is more important than human attitude? What had to be about two or three years ago, or more than last year? I I actually I don't I, I disagree with the opening statement that it's more important now than ever. Tell me we got it harder than in 1939 before the World War World War, or you know in the in the First World War. On the dark ages, you were alive, the Shut up. Well, they're the dark ages. You know, I mean, I don't think there's any more or less important time than any other time. I think it's a, a, at your point when you need it, you need it. I, I don't think it's uh, it, it is any other time, whether it's last year, next year, or whatever. Uh, yes, so, but Chris, yes, yes, Chris, what, what I'm talking about is this year, there's more and more people who are suffering from bills. In ever increasing their pay is the same this year uh people who are selling houses well there's less stock it stays longer so that, mate, two years ago we had people that were isolated because of covid going through huge things during that time. listen mate so two years ago two years ago you know from looking at our most of our offices majority of our offices had their best year ever People, what so I'm getting at the last, is the last two years, anyone not making money in real estate are either dumb or lazy. It's not nothing else. It's dumb or laziness, right? But somehow this year, even the offices that have been doing something like five, six, ten million dollars in a year, you can see things really happening for different reasons. But then when it ripples down, the the sales guy now is going home to the same bills. Bills haven't gone down. If anything, up. My electricity bill, I've been told, is going to go up twenty-five percent as of the first of July. So things are really changing. I truly believe that it is really important now to control your mindset because where you know it's the same thing when you're in a market like two years ago. Market review, what? I mean, reducing price, what? You just listen it, and someone would just take it after you just signed up. The ink hasn't even dried. But today, mate, it's a different ball game. That's all. So to, to agree with Thomas, and it's all the stuff that we've come through the last few years, and there's always shit, right? There's always shit, and everything we talk about today will cover from 1939 onwards. But what's changed this year, Chriso? Money, mate. Money, money, money. It, it, money is where it's the last bastion, right? Everyone goes, oh, you know, and then where people during COVID lost their business and all that stuff because of the government, I get that. But this year, more than last year and more than the year before that, with the interest rate rises and inflation and the cost of living, money is hitting people and that's the last salvo. You can get through sickness, you can get through illness, you can get through this, you can get through that until it starts to be family and then that changes the mindset to a whole different level and that's why this year is a little bit different not worse different right because 
and I, I said it last month and I'll keep saying it until you blokes admit I was right or you and woman, you had to get used to tear into me for saying money was important, used to rip into me. How dare you say that? It's about love and it's about hugs and it's about kissing. Yeah, because you were wrong every time. So and but but now we're seeing friends are here to remind each other, you know, but when, when lift each other in terms of standards and values. And we did that. We did our job. Money, money is not important until it is important, and that's what we're seeing this year. You know, dumb and lazy to not have made money in real estate in the last two years, but if you're in real, you, we've got control over that, right? We're the lucky ones who have complete control over that in a job like real estate. The guys who aren't in control of their income, um, essentially, I mean, you chose the job, so I'm going to be harsh, but if you're not happy with what you're earning, that's on you. But um, we, can, we can go and make more money. A lot of people can't. Mm. Getting back to what Thomas said, though, like why specifically this year, or let's even reframe that to say the last few years, because it has been a challenge. We're in unknown, uncharted waters that the entire world had not been in. So to have a great attitude in leadership, we must be constantly aware of the things that influence us. And I think the difference that's taken the journey that we've all taken on is our, our attitude is influenced by our surroundings. And I think the first the first part of self-leadership and leadership in general is we need to lead our frame of mind and if you're being aware or not aware of the things that are influencing us be that good or bad you can't adapt or, or change with the the changing scenarios that are happening around us and I think that's in my interpretation of thinking about what we were doing today how or why have we needed to master our mindset because it's never been more important yes it would have been hard in 1930s Chris, it would have been hard for the entire history of the entire world at some point because we were never where we are now and they only knew what they knew then. So the, the, the challenge has been is being aware of our influences and how they affect our attitude because our attitude then determines our belief around it. Um, and, and as I said, us as leaders, we lead our mind first and then from our mindset, we take actions. And if you're not in a good mindset, you're taking potentially bad actions or wrong actions. You know, we talked about, I can't even remember, it was at the beginning of the podcast before we were live, um, a mindset of lack when we were talking about it's cold, so put on more clothes as opposed to turn on the heater. Well, is that a matter of mindset? You know? The great thing is... The, the, the great thing is what we're talking about is uh, you know what you know which which is more important or which one comes first or you know yeah. is it attitude um, or is it skill? Whether it's a hundred years ago, fifty years ago, or last week, that that is you know that knowledge, that skill, in that attitude is adjustable for your situation that you're in at that time. So go. that doesn't really matter. Well, I think what matters is is what we said before about um your awareness level and i again disagree with what cam said about you, you know you can be aware but you need that and that needs to be a skill i don't think so someone can make you aware a friend might turn around and say mate you're in a bad relationship but then, then you become aware but that's right but it's not your skill it's it's someone making you aware but of that issue how many issue. people but the skill thing Lucid then, attitude. But then you've got then you've got then you've got the choice to go the negative or the positive way. And this is what I was going to finish with. 
on that was once you're aware that you've got a choice of left or right, you can stay in doing what you're doing and get what you've got, or you can change things up. Then that is a matter of attitude. People who aren't choice. in a mindset, Chris, people who don't have the right attitude or aren't in the right mindset won't become aware. But someone, someone who, can make them aware, but they won't drink too to much. It. Someone who drinks. Someone who drinks too much but doesn't think they drink too they much. Know, they know they're drinking they, too much. Awareness. But they, they don't want to do anything about a, it because the pain's not great enough. Being, being truly aware, here's a skill. But we, Chris, you and I agree that it's both mind, mastery and mindset, both. Lou voted for attitude. Thomas hasn't had a vote. So we, we've gone no, on so I, I, I agree with you, boys. Um, I, I think it's a matter of both. So let's let's talk about first about mindset being a skill. What what does it mean? Because there's quite actually a, a, there's a lot of new recruits and new salespeople listening to this for the moment. And so what, why is mindset a skill? I mean, we know that within two years, there's more than ninety five percent of recruits who actually don't stay in real estate. They get killed by um, a mindset, uh, if anything else, they, they actually walk away because they have gone bankrupt in mindset. So how can we help them? And what would be the advice we give them if we believe that mindset is a skill? How do they do it and why? So mindset is people go, oh, you need to think positive. The skill comes into it and is how do you think positive, right? If I, to simplify it, simplify it. But so the first step is awareness, I agree. And that's a skill. I believe you have to learn how to become aware. So for, for new people who have got the right mindset, who say, or the right attitude to say, I want to be better. I want to, something different. There's something I want to achieve out there. The first thing is recognising what that is, what you're good at, what you're bad at. And then you can implement more skills along the way on how to execute on that. But, the, but, to, but to discuss this with you, if you went onto the Cambridge Dictionary and you looked at skill, it says this, skill is the ability to do our job well. But it also says, especially because you have practiced well. So both you and, and Chris have used skill as skill. No, no, no. There's skill means you're skilled. Skill means you, you have practiced. This and when you're getting becoming aware, you you haven't practiced being aware, uh, so it can't be really a skill. So how can we say that mindset is a skill? And what is one of the skills that you guys can really share with these people so that they can start using it in their career? Mm, mm, mm. Well, the first is it a skill or an attitude? My, my first thing, and it's always my first thing, is the victim mentality versus the mentality of personal responsibility. Practicing personal responsibility. That, or, is, not a, that is not a skill. That is an attitude, though. But to, to become... You can think, say that about everything. Okay. All right. So, uh, let, 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 let me start so that you guys can have it, right? I, I think that a skill that people should really have is to always start the day with a win. Start practicing every single day as you wake up within the first <coughs> little, little while. Make sure you win. Mm -hmm. Thomas isn't going to have a win tomorrow morning. He's gone. Make he, sure you win. He has a one one. <laughs> Poor Thomas. For some of us, waking up's a win. 
Uh, oh, absolutely. I, I think that that's fantastic. So uh, I, for example, when I wake up, I make sure that uh, within about half an hour, I do about five things where I know I can win. So I actually set myself up for, for winning because as you know, the, the way you feel and the way you think in the morning is going to color the rest of the day. So if you really start to hone on to that skill of getting those five wins before the day has even started for everybody else, then you're already starting the day oh. 10 out of 10. Yeah. But just to just to elaborate on what Thomas is saying there, how can we look at mindset like skill and how we can use that to increase our mindset? At the, at the end of the day, we can never think greater than how we feel. So what I say to the team is, yes, there's going to be days where we come to work. We may have had an argument, road rage, uh, a deal crash before we even step foot in the door. You can never think greater than how you're feeling in that moment. So you need to move yourself from that moment and move on. That's not to say that you don't learn the lesson from it, but you 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 deal with it and you move on from it. So because I think, you know, if too many times and we see all the time people in our industry that is so high and low, people celebrate their wins for five seconds, but then they dwell on their their losses for too long. Um, and, and that sets the tone of how we're thinking about the next step or the next deal or the next move we're going to make or not make because we're in a bad mindset, therefore. So I think a skill to the mindset is being aware of how we're thinking because that will determine how we're feeling and that will determine our actions from there on. So awareness is a skill. Funny that, Chris. Hey. Can I, can I just like thinking about, you know, it's, I'm probably jumping ahead and we're probably going to cover this anyway, but we all have our own offices and we all hire people um, to join our offices. And, you know, I was thinking about this and looking at what was coming up in the research and, you know, would we hire people today for their attitude or for their skill? Attitude. You're hired for attitude every day of the week. You can teach skill. Yeah, 100%. What about every you? Hey. What about you? Uh, it starts with attitude. If I got a bad attitude, you wouldn't hire them. But what I am coming to learn more and more and more is it can't just be attitude. No, absolutely. It, it, yeah. it just you can't, can't be attitude. You can't, you can't teach a donkey to be a thoroughbred. Mate. No, that, that is 100% true. And the way I could sort of make sense of this right. is a very basic, simple question that we all know the answer to. To me, skill is something like a toolbox. We have our tools in there you know and let's the first thing that comes to my mind are you know a construction worker they've got a hammer chisel they've got you know whatever they use in their their daily tool set that's our skills we can always improve them buy new ones work on them sharpen them and all the rest of it but our attitude is is our toolbox is is the actual box that they come in you know and so thinking, the attitude you don't get started and that was the point i was trying to make about you have to have an you have to have the attitude of wanting to start before any of um, I, I think that, that comes more. I said to someone the other day, read. A, I said to someone the other day, read a book. Oh, I just find I can never finish a book, and I'm like, well, you don't want it then, because if you, you had your attitude was right, and your mindset was right, you would finish the book because you know finishing the book is going to make another step in the right direction. Um, I I think that, again, is a skill itself to be able to read an entire book. And I think, again, people aren't realising that they can cut that down into a lesson to learn how to read a book. 
and I can't read a book. Okay, read five pages just every day. Just read five pages. Skill. Mm. By the end of however many pages the book is, you'll be finished the book. Mm. And when it comes to hiring, attitude comes hand in hand with motivated people. Mm. So, you know, I've heard it from a smart man that's been coughing up his lungs. He says, hire motivated people. Don't Mm. hire people to motivate um, so attitude and motivation is that the sort of that's the sort of staff member you want, and we can teach the skill. Uh, the skill that I think we need to speak to people about is if they want that skill once they've got the attitude, is have a, every morning to get up and write down three things they're grateful for, and then start to have the understanding of what's available in their life. Because I think the big thing is gratitude and um, entitlement can't live in the same head. So that's going to immediately, that skill, that habit is going to immediately improve their attitude as well. Mm, yeah. It's good. The other first. thing I think is, um, and I mentioned book, you mentioned a book, is uh, have people study what they feel they need. And it doesn't have to be a book. Just like you said, Lou, before about just type in mindset into Google and you see the pages upon pages. And the amount of literature there for people, short reads, short 10, five, 10 minute reads to give them that little bit of something, little bit of knowledge to move forward. So don't read a book, but read 100 pages on Google. No, I didn't say 100 pages. I said a five to 10 minute. I said a five to 10 minute. um, Don't read people, just read. Okay. So so I think think that's going to help their, their, their skill level. But mm. unless they're motivated to take that action and it comes down to what Cam said, oh, I'm just not motivated to read. Well, you know mm. what? What is going to make you motivate you? Maybe that's a skill to find out what oh, motivates yeah, well, it's you. It's not even, that's the attitude part of it. It's not I'm not motivated to read. It's I can't finish a book was the sentence. You can finish a book because if you can start a book, you can sure as shit finish a book. Yep. You can read if you can read four words you can read five words or not there are people out there who have trouble reading but you can read a book and that's that's the attitude part of mindset that i don't want to read a book because it's long and it's hard and i don't understand very well and all those excuses that people make Mm. the biggest you touched on it before about the gratitude but part of the biggest part of mindset i think for what we're trying to achieve is resilience right we don't have a resilient, I'm sorry to anyone under 35 at the moment, but we're not breeding resilient people at the moment. We're not creating a resilient society. We're not creating resilient workplaces. Um, no one's happy with what they've got. Everyone's chasing more, 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 but the same people who are chasing more, 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 the minute the weather turns grey, it's everybody else's fault and and it's. It, I'm going to have to move on to the next job, the next thing, the next, the next anything. Um, yeah. We're not resilient. And we, we spoke about, you know, we, what's the biggest thing that we, we should have learned over the last couple of years, and especially this year to get us through, Thomas asked, is resilient. You're going to have to be, you have to take the good with the bad. It's an age-old saying, but there is no good without bad and there is no bad without good. And, yeah. and that comes down to gratitude. Part of resilience is, is gratitude. Yeah. Um, part of resilience is what I was saying before about if you know it's your fault and you're not blaming other people for it, the good, the bad, you'll be more resilient to the bad and you'll be able to enjoy the good more. 
because take the responsibility. Take so take responsibility. So many people blame everyone else for the bad yep. and take all the credit for the good. No, they're both your fault, dickhead. They're both your fault. Everything you've got in your life is your fault. And that's the bit that people won't ever it's too hard at the moment for, for most. So do we have another technique that we can share with people if we believe that mindset is a skill? Because a skill can be replicated, right? Hmm. I, I, I think I think the I think what came's on is on a on a good point. That skill of just the minute you have one of those thoughts, so be, have that awareness that the minute you have one of those thoughts, just stop and and check and and question why you're thinking that way, and and maybe even write those negative thoughts down, and then start to time them to see how long in between. I think it was in a really good book that I read recently. That yeah. See how long in between it is that you can sort of start lengthening those negative thoughts, and it could be. You know, you don't like prospecting or whatever it might be. And they say, okay, well, prospecting is going to get me what I need. So fall in love with it, make it fun, and then let's get it. And see how long it takes you before you start thinking that way again or get distracted to stop you from prospecting. Start to be awareness of, aware of your uh, thoughts and your actions through the day. That's it, Chris. Exactly. We've got to be aware of our current thinking habits. And what we need to do is catch ourselves when we are thinking yes. negatively and learn how to reframe it. Now, what we're saying to anybody who hasn't done a lot of research, like we have by no means are any of us experts in this field, but we've done a lot of research in terms of leadership and, and mindset and growth. And I know, Cam, you're, you're a genius. I didn't mean to put you down. No, I'm joking. But He's recorded that. He's but slow. What have you done? No, but listen. What are you doing here for not experts? I can see I can see that on awards night up on the screen. You saying that he's going to record replay that over and over and over again. But in in all seriousness, we have been lucky enough to be taught a lot and learnt a lot in our field because we take that very seriously and leading people is what we do. So that's why we apply so much of our time and energy and effort into understanding this stuff. But to somebody that's listening that might be thinking, well, that sounds easy but it's not easy but and so I think it, it starts with understanding that if you can just catch yourself thinking negatively and it's all in how we speak to ourselves we've spoken about this many times before our language determines an emotion that we feel that then determines how we act from that and then this is that then sets our mindset and then this is how we approach life this is how we approach work this is how we approach relationships and everything and it and you can start small just be mindful of how we speak to ourselves and when you catch yourself thinking something negatively it's like we start ourselves meetings every thursday this morning same thing what are we grateful for well as of this morning we reframe that to what could we be grateful for? Because not everybody can just rattle off 10 things that they're, I mean, some people can, I could just talk forever about it, but some people say the same thing every mm -hmm. week. And it's like, you have to have something else. So reframing that simple thing of what could you be grateful for? Suddenly people are able to just rattle things off, you know? So it's how we talk to ourselves and how we can reframe that sometimes and, starting small and, and going from there. It's a big thing. Well, funny you say starting small and going from there. Sorry, Cam, just quick on that. Uh, anyone watching this that's new to real estate and, and taking these tips on, you don't have to know it all straight away, right? Mm -hmm. it, it is a journey. Um, like uh, if we're going to want to lose weight, we go, all right, we want to lose 10 kilos. But that, that starts with a grand, right? You can't be 10 kilos lighter in a week unless you mm -hmm. chop off a head. Right, so that is a campaign habit, right? 
<laughs> there's a, there, there's, it, it's a process, right? It's a, it's a, a step-by-step process. Number one and number two. So it is a, a small journey, a small part, small bites. The other exactly. thing is, even we fall off the off the wagon. Exactly. To sit here and say that we are always positive. Bullshit. The other week I had a call from Thomas. He goes, "How's things?" You know, and he called me to um, for a positive thing, and I made straight my head went to negative because the weekend before I'd, I'd lost a few listings, and I'm like, and obviously he helped me make 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 me realize that it was no big deal, but. People have to understand that it's it's not all roses, mm-hmm. and it's a it is a roller coaster, and it is it is worth working at though. Absolutely, because yes, we need to have both. But I can tell you now, and as we all sit here today, who wouldn't agree with the fact that our attitude will always be a better predictor of our success than our IQ? Hundred percent. I, I don't because I can tell you now, somebody who didn't even finish school, I'm far more advanced in life career etc than a lot of people that I went to school with who who finished uni I mean when I say I didn't even finish school I left halfway through year nine so I mean to me that's I've always thought this and felt this but like you're saying Chris you don't have to know it or if you're new in real estate you just have to have the right attitude and go after it and that will definitely determine your success much more than what your IQ level is or your sales experiences or your life experiences. So another skill I wanted to share with people because mindset is a skill. Every time that something bad happens to you or not good or undesired, mm-hmm. just ask yourself, what's good about this? Mm-hmm. Or if you can't even answer that, just say to yourself, because quite often the mind, the ego is going to come up with nothing's good about what just happened. Just ask yourself, what could be good about this? For example, yeah. you going to the school that she's gone, that there's a good lesson. It means that, you know, what's good about this from here on? I won't put my kids into that same bad school. I mean, that's that now I realize it's a bad school. That's why I had to leave in order to succeed. <laughs> so, because uh, no, no matter what happens in our life, there's always a silver lining. I, I still, I tell this story to a lot of people how when I first came over here, I, I gave myself something like $20 to leave on uh, each week. So going to school, sometimes I had um, a few dollars in my pocket and a burger back in those days was $2.05 for a burger and $2.15 for a burger with a slice of cheese. And every single day I'd come down downstairs and I look in my pocket, I have a few dollars, but do I want to eat? I, first question was, am I that hungry? So I sat in the back of the room, sniffed all the fumes and for 40 minutes before going back to school. And, and I thought to myself, I was so happy as I walked away because I thought, now I've got more money. I've got, I saved myself $2.15 for tomorrow. So there's always something great about things. The funny thing is that we choose to focus on what's bad. And, and so the skill is to be able to sit down and constantly ask ourselves, what's good about this? Nothing, all right, what could be good about this? And then tell ourselves, do not walk away from this chair until you got it. I mean, this skill here, I, I got it from Scott Matthews, a mate of mine who learned it from Tony Robbins. And I think that Tony Robbins is a master of mindset being a skill. And so now let's move on to mindset being an attitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, okay. 
So one of the things that um, I think is really powerful is too many of us continue to tell the story of our past as opposed to the story of our future. All right. Um, interestingly, in the research, it, uh, he's a neuroscientist, Dr. Joe Dispenser. I'm sure you may have heard of him, but he talks about uh, talking about the story of our past versus the story of our future. If you think your thoughts have something to do with your destiny, then whilst you can't focus on anything other than your past, the chances are you're only going to be recreating your past. So it's a very simple way in which we can start to rewire our brains and how we think, because I know myself, somebody who spent a lot of time living in my past, letting my past thoughts and the past mistakes and the things that I've done or things I haven't done, feeling the way I did about those made me act and feel a certain way. And the very simple thing that he said was, if you have a thought, you can create a feeling. And if you can picture an image of your future, it will create an emotion in you. And with that, you can have a stimulus and a response and you can start rewiring your brain to be thinking more positively about the future instead of dwelling on your past. Because I know that myself and a lot of people the thing that holds them back from moving forward in the future is dwelling on the past. So I think that is a big thing. And again, it all comes down to however we think is the attitude that we have. Okay, quite nice. What about you boys? Right, don't talk about awareness because we spoke about that already, but what, what would be a piece of advice if you believe that mindset is an attitude? Uh, what, what would be your advice to people who are listening? I think, yeah, well, awareness, but which we can't talk about. But um, the, the personal responsibility is the best attitude you can have. I don't, the, the, the attitude. That that start that is the we've talked about a lot of stuff that is easier said than done, right? And it's easier said than done because unless you have to start with personal responsibility, the rest isn't going to happen. The rest isn't going to happen, right? You, you can someone can tell you like Chris's definition of oh, someone can tell you, and then all of a sudden you're aware bullshit because someone can tell you, and all of a sudden it's someone else's fault. Right, it doesn't create awareness. The, the attitude of personal responsibility, which summed up very simply is if it is to be, it is up to me, is the foundation of having the right mindset. Without that, nothing else comes. Mm. Without that, nothing else comes. There is no, there's nothing else. Mm. Until you know that you're responsible for the next step you take, mm. You're responsible for the result of that action. Yours and, and everything everyone has said is 100% right. But I think of the people who are listening to this who aren't on our journey and I go, they're going to have no clue where to start. They're going to have no clue how to do any of it. It's all easier said than done. I, I can, take ownership, your attitude isn't going to be right. And, and I can help people very simply, Cam, with just exactly what you said there. We all know a few sayings of our past you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And the teacher will appear when the student's ready. Having the wrong attitude, uh, sorry, attitude is not going to change. I and hate to, artichokes. And, and I know, me too. But having the wrong attitude is not going to change for somebody until they want to change. And that's something that you can't do. I accept personal responsibility. That's right. But people have to want to change, Cam. And you think about people who smoke or drink, take drugs, gamble. You know, 
and the attitude is no different, all right? People have to want to change. And I think that's when people want it bad enough, their attitude can change. Yeah, but how, how do you get someone to accept responsibility when they've lived 40 years of their life and never accepted responsibility? I don't know. That's a bit I don't know. I, I can tell you that. It's e easy to say. I can I tell you the street. I can tell you the street, the car I was in, and the time it happened where I was driving and I went, hang on. This is no longer anyone else's fault. This is my fault. I was driving down Enterprise Drive at Berkeley. So, so I remember how old I was. I remember the time of day. It was an epiphany. Can and I ask you? Can I, I ask you? But by Chris's, by Chris's formula, when I, just by telling everyone it's on you and it's your fault and it's no one else's fault, everyone should now be aware. You're all healed. Congratulations. Cam, Cam, can I just ask you, like, and you don't have to answer, but to help anybody that might be thinking, well, how did Cam do that? Did you have to have a life quake? Like, did you have to have a life altering moment, uh, situation, example? Oh, no, it was really, honestly, it was really strange. I was working for my parents. I had a huge fight with my brother. Um, People got hurt. My mum rang me and I, I tore strips off my mum and mm. I got off the phone and I, I just went and I was I was 23, okay? So I was, I was 23 driving down Enterprise Drive and I went, hang on a minute. They've done the best they can. He did the best he could. I don't know I don't know what it was. And for that, that's impossible for people. So what I, I say to my, what I say to my sales team is when I'm teaching them how to sell a house, I go, listen, you don't know, I do know, just trust the process. So I guess when we're sitting here saying it is your fault or take ownership, you're just going to have to trust people who have done it before you, which is mastermind group, which is, is probably how do you create awareness? Chris touched on it. People are going to tell you, but unless you go to those people, there's a difference between people telling you and you going to someone and asking for help. Yeah, but mm. we need to, we, let's let's give the, the the people a little bit of help here because we we're about nine minutes from the end and it looks like uh, we might have to go a little bit longer. But one, one, someone, uh, one of mine is, one of mine is to make sure that you always lower your expectation in life. One one of one of our biggest pain is to always compare ourselves to how well we've done in the past. But the other thing too is to always set ourselves with so many high expectations, so much expectations. Mm. Even if we live up to nine out of 10, we'll be unhappy because of that 10 that we mixed. Mm. When I see brand new recruits, for example, coming into this beautiful industry and they set themselves like crazy expectation, like I'm gonna get four listings in the month because the other guy who's been in here two years is doing it. So they are different. You already have, you set already an attitude that is going to just annihilate you. Just mm -hmm. enjoy the journey. The, the, the destination is going to be just two minutes of wow. But the journey it might take you two years, but what a great journey because one thing changes along the journey and it's yourself. The most beautiful present you can get along a journey of becoming a great salesperson, it's not because you're a great salesperson. It's good things in you that changes. Mm -hmm. I, I read a long time ago that self is like a river. It's by the time you just identify the river, that, that river is gone. It's the same thing with ourselves. It's mm -hmm. constantly moving, it's constantly evolving. 
And I think the attitude that we need to have is just, just give, give it everything we have, but, it, it, but let's not set ourselves with expectation that's going to set us to fail. That's the problem. Mm. Comparison is a thief of joy. I read that somewhere and I couldn't agree. That's Brene Brown. The only person we should be, that wasn't Brene Brown. It's been around for a hundred years. Brene Brown's 20. Oh, stop it. Um, In every book. But, but comparison to other people, uh, and we should be just comparing ourselves to the day before. We've said it before many times on here. Um, comparing, you know, comparing yourself to someone, if, if we, steer away from real estate but don't steer away from real estate comparing yourself to someone who's been selling houses for 10 years or five years when it's your first week on the job stupid stupid there's no other like it's you, you aren't there you aren't going to be there but comparing yourself to the person you were the day before that's something you can overcome that's something you can improve on comparing yourself to one listing last month to two listings this month Great, comparing, so I only got one list in this month, I need to get 10 the next month, stupid. Look, it, it is, it's not going to help you. It's only gonna hinder you. And then when you fail, you'll either blame yourself and quit or you'll blame other people and quit. There's no, and there's no win in that. Yeah, I think also too, another huge thing that people could really learn with the mindset is our mindset is what, we believe to be true about ourselves and the environment where we serve and so I think being kinder to ourselves you know you you think sometimes how you talk to yourself and you know you you make a mistake you stuff up you you say all these not so nice things in your head yet you would never verbalize or say anything like that remotely like that to your partner your child your best friend nobody you wouldn't you we have to be kinder to ourselves and how we treat ourselves as well if you're getting up every day going to work and doing the best that you can well nobody can expect anything more of you including yourself but if you can go home each day and know that you could have done more then you should have done more so tomorrow you should go to work and do more but you can't do anything more than your best but you also need to be the kindest person to yourself because i think I know in my life, when I could change my mindset about what I believe to be true about me, I could pinpoint times in my life where I have had a seismic shift in who I am and where I went from there once I could change that mindset of what I believe to be true about me. And a lot of people who may not have had a very nice upbringing, they may have had a very good upbringing, but they also might have felt abandoned or, or neglected or whatever. All of these situations create a belief system about ourselves and what we believe to be true about ourselves that may not necessarily be true. So when we can also focus on that and change how we think, and it sounds silly, I'll show you guys something. That's me. That's a little girl me. I was three on my way to preschool with my little briefcase. I have that there as a little girl so I can look at myself and I can retrain my brain of thinking about that little girl and talking to her so nicely like I would my my own child my own friend my whoever and learning how to talk to ourselves better will take you a long way as well I know where you're from Lou what was in that briefcase I was from Budgie <laughs> I was living at Budgie Boy then. Here's another mindset for uh, especially new people. It doesn't have to be new in sales. It can be new in a career, new in 
in at uni, new in the workforce. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you have an attitude of embracing mistakes. Just go out there and just do it. Fail. Celebrate. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Because if you have that mindset, uh, then I think that from your failure, you get experience. And then from experience, you get wisdom. For mm-hmm. it is so, so important to just go and embrace it. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Yeah. Fuck it up. That's what we're here for. And yes. some of do it more than others. But the people yeah. who do it more than others are generally the people you see on top of the world because they've, mm-hmm. they've had to learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. And celebrate them. There's a, there's there's a lesson in everything. And like I think Thomas, that's one of the things you do with the new recruits. You get them to call you every time they stuff up, and we celebrate that. And we go, yes. Now we know you won't do that again. You know now. You now know how to do better next time. No, uh, you can experience, mate. My guys want to do it six times. The same. But because I love a celebration. We want to celebrate. We want to celebrate and celebrate and celebrate. So yeah. let's keep celebrating. Let's do it. Probably, probably goes well with uh, the saying yeah, that you always miss the shots you don't take. Absolutely. So keep shooting. Keep keep kicking for goal. Keep keep and, going. Keep making and, the front. Just keep absolutely. going. And and, Get and and what I've always believed is shoot for the moon because even if you miss you're going to land in the stars you know so just go for it that's that's I think and I think that's the hard thing for some people too is just to let go and go you know I think another good thing with attitude just just be aware there's good and bad ego and uh just catch your bag at ego when you need to and it's okay to ask for help absolutely don't let it get in the way of asking for help because nice. in, in the great thing about real estate, everyone thinks it's you know good one, Chris. Oil, but hey, that's a good one, mate. That everyone thinks it's a dog eat dog world, but just ask for help. Just just reach out. Um, I'm telling you now, especially in our franchise, if you're not lucky enough to be in our franchise, one of our officers are hiring somewhere. Just give us a call. But <laughs> I'll tell you now, you ring anyone, they'll give you the time of day to help you with whatever you need. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, what's another piece of advice for attitude? All right, here's one for me. Um, make sure you hang around winners. And when I mean by winners, you need to hang around people with a proven track record. Mm-hmm. Right? If you hang around and listen to a leader who's been a leader for 20 years, that is not hanging around winners. Because what if that leader is a leader who's going broke so Mm. make sure that the winners that you pick that's a winners who can show you his bank account he's got proven track record and Mm. i think that's what we need to be doing Mm. Mm. i talk about mastermind group and i tell people about these things but they still don't get it they just go back home and they then they listen to someone that used to they used to uh uh, respect or they talk to some their, their spouse because their spouse will never make them feel bad but that's a spouse job the spouse is not there to make you feel bad the spouse is always there to tell you it's okay darling and if it's a male they tell you the you same time which is go and get another job because they obviously don't deserve you there and all of those things don't help what what you need think- is a tough talk sometimes but from a guy who's done it mm. Yeah. Mm. I think playing into the generation that we're dealing with at the moment is on along the same lines still something I'm running into is 
don't believe everything you see for God's sake with, with Instagram and social media and the, the amount of people I'm seeing getting bluffed by people because they've got, they're good on social media. One quick search will show you exactly who they are and what they're doing, but we're yeah. attracted by the glitz and the glamour and the bluff and, and that, you know, that's something I deal with on a daily basis with the, with the new guys coming through. Don't believe everything you see, for God's sake. Um, and unfortunately, that's the world we're living in now. But as a piece of advice. I, yeah, I think, too, like, you know, we need to be taking ourselves out of our comfort zones and doing things that we've not done before and, and stretching ourselves. I mean, it's that old saying, if we always do what we've always done, we'll always get what we've always got you know and so we need to be stretching ourselves one I, I read a line earlier on in the week which said instead of living cause and effect start to cause an effect you know and I thought that is so good so you know I was saying to Thomas before we came on I went and did something that I'm not overly comfortable doing which was approaching complete strangers and asking them a question about our podcast and allowing me to film them you know people I'd never even met said hello to or anything and you know that was me going out of comfort zone but you know I made so many more connections with people today and you know it and and just broke the ice I have people that I can you know now approach and talk to about things and you know just I think that's the thing we we get comfortable and they call it the velvet rut we stay in a place that's comfortable and we don't want to move outside of that because we don't like anything that's unfamiliar. We like to just stick in the known. And, and I think people, you know, what, Chris? Goals, goals are where, sorry, the comfort zone is where goals go to die. Yes. Um, and nothing good comes out of comfort. Everything that's good comes out of pain and work and sweat, whatever you want to call it. Everything good comes off from the other side of the comfort zone. That's it's simple. It's really like simple. It's not simple, Sorry? per se. You shouldn't say it's simple. No, that saying is simple. The action to do it is not simple. Yeah, Trust yeah. me. It's not simple for me to go and lift weights it's in my simple. gym that I've got in the garage. It's simple. Trust me. It's right. It's understanding it. It's simple, but it's not easy to do. And tell people that it's... You're mistaking simple for the explanation is simple. The action is not. Mm. Yeah, but I also believe, uh, Cam, that we don't have to make it harder than it is. No, it isn't. We don't. But we, we don't have... I've got to... Look, we, it, skill, it's attitude, it's whatever. I didn't get to put it in in the skill section. But one thing I learned a long, long time ago, way before real estate, way before anything, that changed my world is when something was troubling me, I just asked a simple question, which is, can I change it, yes or no? And if the answer is no... Kumbaya, man, because I can't do anything about yeah. it. Right? Yeah, but if the, answer is, if the answer is yes, you got two options. Shut up or do something about it, make it change. But getting, back, getting back to the hang on, hang on. I'm teaching a skill. Okay. Your internet's terrible, by the way. Thank you. Where do why you've had enough to turn on me now? I'm, te I'm teaching people a simple thing. You're trying to teach a skill, a but no one can hear it because it's going. <laughs> can I change it? Yes or no? If the answer is no, let it go. If the answer is yes, do something about it or shut up. You've only got two options because if you know you can change it, but you don't do anything about it, you don't have the right to whinge, complain, justify, do anything. 
If mm. you said no, you really can't, make sure you really can't, and then let it go. That will make life much easier for a lot of people, I'm sure. Yeah, but just on the comfort zone thing, like what Chris was saying, then what Thomas said is we don't have to make things harder than what they are. A good thing to remember is we don't see things how they are. We see things how we are. So, you know, sometimes you can look at something and, and think that's too hard, too scary, too whatever. But it might not be as hard as what we're thinking because we're not seeing it for what it is. We're seeing it for how we are. So it all boils back down into mindset, attitude, understanding, awareness, recognizing, reframing our thoughts, our language, how we talk to ourselves, all of that. It, it, there's so much to cover in this. It's impossible for us to give much help to anybody in this short podcast, but there's a lot that goes into it. No, but if they, if they apply a few things that, that, that could, can already happen. Absolutely. I think that one of the, uh, going back to the skill, one of the skill for me is to just focus on your breath. When mm. anything happens, if you just focus on your breath Garlic. right now, then it, it'll take you away. It'll take you away from the stress that you're thinking about, you know, because there's a lot of new people who are for the moment thinking, uh, I've been in here now for a month. I haven't made a sale. I've been in here now for two months. I, I, I hardly gone, got one listing appointment. Mm. And we got people who started real estate when all they had to do in the last two years, think of the people we got at the moment. You've either started real estate in the greatest era of real estate ever, which is you stand at the door and take offers, or you've started real estate recently, which is the complete opposite, which is what, what Thomas was alluding to. And we've got people who go, shit, now it's got hard, which is where your attitude's going to come into it. Well, you've got people who go, shit, this isn't all I saw on TV because they've started hard. But the people who have started hard don't understand. They've got the best breeding ground ever. I feel sorry for the people who started when it was so yeah. easy because you, can't, you, go, you, yeah. you, you can't change people by saying those things. This, this is why I say when we make states where we can't, we have to give people things that they can do. Mm. And, and this right. is why I think if, if they, if people just took the time and at home right now and start whatever stress you have in life right now, and it's just to focus on your breathe in and then breathe out, but you have to follow that um, that that breath. Mm. You, you will see that within very short while, now your problems have hasn't disappeared, but you will be so much better equipped to tackle the challenge. I think, and that's important. So, and and, and it's a skill that we can have. Mm, uh, another piece of advice that I'd like to give people who are having a, a mindset as an attitude issue. If you can't find a reason to be happy without a sale, you'll never be happy with a sale. Mm, yes. And, and so now, but by saying this, I'm going back to gratitude. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying this by saying, hold on, let's just think about that one thing we so happy about in life. I mean, we, my mate Bruce Bruce Hall today lost his mum on his birthday, and and as I was speaking to him this afternoon, he said, you know what, Thomas. I'm so happy she chose today because that means that every single day I remember. And I'm going, well, the, the dude just lost his mom. Mm -hmm. right? and, 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 and I'm more, 
are more in, in, in deep sadness than, than he is. I mean, but he, he's got it right. And he's his mom, by the way, so my sadness doesn't count. And, and I think that if, if you can't be happy without a sale, a listing or a good quarter, you'll never be happy with a sale. There's many experiments out there that shows how many people buy a car, they're happy for two weeks, and then they go back to that baseline. And quite often, exper experiments have shown, studies have shown, that they actually go lower than the baseline of happiness they were before they got the car. Mm hundred mm, percent. Mm, mm. And it's one of the quotes by Maya Angelou, which I'm sure you would have all read, but she says that hope and fear can't occupy the same space at the same time. So you must invite one to stay. And I say that to the salespeople a lot, like you cannot have hope and fear in the brain at the same time. So when you're feeling fear, choose hope. And if you're, you're obviously not going to do the opposite, but you it's making you aware because when you're feeling brave or hopeful or grateful, you can't think an opposite thought to that, you know? So you've got to invite one to stay. Yeah, but I, I, I think I think it's a bit of uh, new age. I, I'm, I'm going to give them a, a, a very simple line, okay? I, I've got lines like this from factories this and one. factory and all that stuff. But this one here, how many of us would allow our, our kids to hang around bad kids? Mm. How many of us will allow our kids to hang around people who just badmouth people all day long? Then why should we allow bad and negative thoughts to entertain us all day long? Simple. Mm. Absolutely. I think we, we've spoken a few times about we, we're overcomplicating it for everyone and where does everyone start? Because we've given a lot of information and there's a line that we've heard before that Bruce Lee says, I, I, I don't fear the man that knows a, a thousand kicks. I know I'm, I fear a man that knows one kick a thousand times. So what I'm getting at is work, pick one skill that you need or one attitude that you need, something that you feel you need now, something maybe may have spoken about or maybe something you've picked up from elsewhere and just mm -hmm. focus on that. And it doesn't have to be the whole encompassing thing, just a little bit at a time, a little bit at a day, a little bit every hour, just, mm -hmm. just, just that one thing. And when you get, I'm you feel you're efficient. Sorry, Cam. Find someone who's, I'll make it easier for people, mate. Find someone who's done what you're trying to do and ask them how they did it. That's all. Mm. But the, the one that's thing that you need, you don't, because we all feel we need to be doing everything, all of it, no, all of the time, all but, of the but the person who's done it will tell you, start here. And then it's up to you whether you listen to start here. All right, let's, let's close the session, boys and girls. Let's start. We will allow Luis to close. So uh, let's start with one of you, boys. I'll do mine because I just did it and I'll re do it on repeat. Right. The easiest thing to do is find someone who's done what you willing want to do and ask them how they do. The next bit is uh, it's up to you whether you listen or not, but that that's your choice. Okay, because too complicated, too hard. We've sprouted off lots of lines. Where do I get started? Just find someone who did it and ask them how they did it. Up to you whether you listen or not. That's me. Mine would be just, just keep shooting. Just keep taking the shots. Just keep making the calls. Just keep asking for the business. Just keep going. Don't stop. Keep, keep going. Doesn't matter what happens. Just keep going. 
Mm. Okay. Oh, well, mine is um, very simple. We the driver. It's up to us. No one is going to do it for us. Whether it's attitude or skill, you pick whatever fits you best. Because some of us are more IQ, some of us, some of us are more EQ. Therefore, there will be one of the two that will fit our personality better. But the moment that you realize that you got one life, you're the one driving it, and you're the one living it, and every single day you're paying with one day of your life, you're gonna have to decide when will you be driving this life. Mm, yeah. And, you know, to master the mindset, there's no question that we need to have the right attitude and the best skill set. But no matter how good your skill set is, without the proper mindset, you're always going to come up short of your true potential. So, you know, we definitely need both. But the attitude to have the right mindset is going to take us much further in life than our skill set. Thank you very much, Dean. Great stuff. It's a big subject. We will, we probably will split it and, and go deeper. But I thought that it would be a, it's a very good start for some of our people already. Um, right. If they can get this, they'll save themselves so, so many years because it's taken us many years just to get to this level. Louise is 64. Yeah. Thank you very much, team.